0: Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas and a blessed new year. If this is the last time we get to be together, but I hope you'll be with us for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I'm Pastor Andy, and I'm happy to share today, the next in our series, what a beautiful name, the names of Jesus and the name, the word. Now, That may not be as inspiring as some of the other Wonderful names of Jesus, the Savior, the Lamb of God, the bread of life. And that's probably why the other pastors gave me today to preach. But it's a powerful name. And it's a beautiful name. And it will be a name that will bless your Christmas if you understand that Jesus is the Word. I want to divide history up here. There's there's a pretty clear demarcation. We have B.C., right and we have ad you know bc before christ ad anno domini the year of our lord but i want to add one more ba ba and that's not before andy before amazon because really friends if anyone's complaining about christmas this year You should really take a chill pill and think for a moment at how difficult Christmas was B.A. It was hard work hunting those toys for your kids down the right present. You had to go to these awful things called shopping malls. And now just at the, not while you're at work, of course, you just sit down and you pick the presents out and little Santa drops them off. It's so good. BA was tough. It was really tough for us because we made a promise to our daughter that we were going to get her a special present. You may recall this special present. It was called a Tamagotchi. Anyone remember that? Any nightmares out there? No? No one remembers Cabbage Patch? All right, Tamagotchi was maybe a little after Cabbage Patch. But anyway, you get the idea. Tamagotchi was a little keychain fob, and you um, had some buttons on it. Um, When you bought it, you brought this thing to life. And then you had to punch the buttons at certain intervals to keep it alive. Why anyone would want that responsibility Oh, I guess those are parents, right? She wanted that, and 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 we wanted to find it for her, but they were very popular, and they were not in the stores nearby. Susan and I went through the slush of a Chicago Advent season and drove all the way to a store where the rumor was, and that's how you did it in those days, the rumor was they had a few left, and we ran down the aisles, and we snagged what very well may have been the last Tamagotchi in the universe. I don't know if she still has that. It did die a couple of weeks later. I guess they're reissuing them now. Good luck. But anyway, you all know what it was like. But see, why did we go through all that? Sure, we loved our daughter. But one thing that was especially important is we promised her that we would get that for Christmas. Who wants to disappoint a child Christmas morning? Moms, all living in fear, are they going to like it? Will we be able to find it? See, after Amazon, this became very simple. Before then. That's tough. And and why, why is it so important? Because life has a way of breaking promises all the time. How many times my kids could not even count that I told them, don't worry, I'll pick you up on time. And there they would be, standing around, waiting and waiting for me to finally pick them up, how many times, small and large, do we find ourselves either breaking promises or on the other end of things, receiving the results of a broken promise, all too often today? And why is that? Because people are no longer men and women of their word for all sorts of reasons. I can be sure very few of you are willing to sign a contract today by a handshake, right? Mm. I think we'll get the lawyer involved. It's safer that way. And so, when we talk about promises, the word empty often comes first. And maybe that could even be part of the, the fear of Christmas, is that it won't live up to its hype Yet again this year. Either they won't like the presents, or somebody will have a family argument. I can't imagine what people would argue about now. Can't even imagine. And Christmas won't live up to its expectations. And yet again, a promise will be broken. But see, today I want to talk about the, the one who makes promises and keeps them. The one who does it every single time. Our God. And how does he keep his promise? His ultimate proof that he is good and a God of his word is Jesus. And that's why Jesus is called the Word. He is the Word. Word. The Word <laughs> made flesh for us. Young man was um getting ready to prepare a homily for his father's untimely passing. And he thought about it. He said, you know, my father was not a war hero. He he never wrote a book. He never ran a marathon. He was a pharmacist. No fame or glory. But for everything that made his father average and every day, there was one thing he did exceptionally well. He kept his promises. My father was a man of his word. Can you imagine such a thing? Such a testimony. Such a security for this young man to have lived in a situation when we're in this. Father made promises. We don't know how many he made, but when he made them, he kept them. This man was moved by this and started up a website, of course. Started up a website where he promised at no charge to deliver Anywhere in the world, cards, cards called promise cards, cards where you could put down on that card a promise you wanted to make so that you would have sort of like a New Year's resolution, this evidence of your promise and the support of others to keep it. And so he did, he sent cards all over. Uh, He kept his promise. Roger was one who received a card. Roger said when he was in junior high, his parents divorced. And he moved to Ohio with his mother and siblings into a a crowded shared house. He spent most of his nights sleeping on a cold floor or in a tiny closet. Oh, friends, all of us so far away, just this far away. And if you don't believe it, ask the people in the shelters. This far away. ...from that situation. Paychecks, a few illnesses. God forbid. So he made a promise. He made a promise and it's reflected on the back of his shirt. No kid sleeps on the floor in our town. He didn't say in the world. He bit off the chunk he could chew... No kid sleeps on the floor in our town. This is a promise he made. And so he began to work with people to build bunk beds for kids so that they would have a place of dignity and rest and sleep and security and safety. He built these for all the kids sleeping on the floor in his town. One little girl said, Why are you doing this? And he answered, because I said I would. There is so much power in a promise kept. He can't change the lives of all those kids, but guess what? They're not sleeping on the floor. Others have kept, made promises and kept them. This is a young lady named Deirdre. She found herself in a spiral... Of drugs. She ran away from home And then she became pregnant At 15 She thought There is one thing I don't want I don't want my daughter To go through what I've gone through And so she made a promise My daughter will not grow up The way I did She made the promise, she wrote it down, and then she began to work. She changed her circle of friends, she went back to school. She went from a GPA of 1.2 to 3.6 and moved on to get additional education as a pediatric nurse. But it wasn't easy. Again and again, she was discouraged. And one of the things that kept her going again and again was a simple statement. I'm going to do this because i said i would it's not that easy to keep promises it's not that easy but if we have this this additional this additional commitment no matter how hard it is i said i would i said i would and so by the grace of god i will this young lady didn't Uh, intend to sacrifice very much she decided that her hair was long enough that she should get it cut and she had a foot long amount of hair that she could cut and you know then you can donate that and so there's a picture on the website of her hair and a a long tape measure showing the 12 inches but when she was in her car ready to go into the beauty salon she had a moment of doubt can I get a witness do I really want to do this I really want to do this and then as she was looking in her rearview mirror as she's doing now she looked and she read the very shirt she was wearing the very shirt that said because I said I would and so she did reminded of her promise she did it is possible to keep promises it's hard it's so hard we can be inspired by these people for what they've done, but most of all, we can be inspired by the one who makes and always keeps his promise. And that's our text today. It says, in the beginning was the word, in a, the promise. In the beginning was the promise, and the promise was with God, and the promise was God. God and his promises cannot be separated. All other gods do not make promises. They make bargains. You do this and you will get that. You ask people. There's always a deal to be had with the other gods. This is the only one that says, no deal. My promise for you. Remember what he said. You will be my people and I will be your God. When Adam and Eve were tempted in the garden, he didn't give up on them. But he spoke to the snake and he said, I will send one that will crush your head for good. He made that promise and he kept it. He made the promise to to lead the people of God out of slavery and into the promised land. And as Pharaoh's armies were breathing down their necks, the waters parted and they went through on dry land. He made the promise and he kept it. He told them there was a... We call it the promised land. And though it was occupied by others, he gave it to Joshua, and he gave it to the generals, and he gave it to them. He was the one who, who delivered the promised land. He makes his promises. He keeps them. To David, he said, there will be one who comes from your line. Your line, David, your faulty, shameful line. You cheater. And he will be the Messiah. The Bible shows again and again. God makes promises. But unlike most of us, he keeps them. The people walking in darkness, they were walking in darkness, they were wondering. There they were many, many years past these promises, wondering. Have you given up on us God? The Romans have occupied our country. We're we're having harder and harder time believing that your promises are true. And then they looked back at the promise, for unto us is born a wonderful counselor, a mighty lord, the prince of peace, the everlasting god. And they held on to that promise. And when Jesus was born, John recounts the word, the promise, was made flesh. You can't get any better than that. Words are words, right? Words are words are words. But what about the word that becomes a baby, a young man, a man, a teacher, a rabbi, a healer, preacher. One willing to be the word of God even to his death. So that we could see another word of God. Another word of God. You shall not die, but you shall live. In him we do. Jesus is the word made flesh. Which means that as the trailer showed, um, it's not all Jingle bells. This is a baby born to prove God's love by dying. But he's going to keep his word. Even there at the last minutes when when he is saying to to God, Heavenly Father, if you could let this pass from me. Something we could all understand saying. If I don't have to keep this promise, it's going to cost me more than 12 inches of hair it cost me my life but not my will yours be done your will of course to keep your promise to keep your promise to save your people jesus the word of god john later speaks in revelation He says that in the beginning was the Word, but he also says at the end there will be the Word. As the the world is coming to its close in the book of Revelation, who should appear at the very end? I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. His name is the Word of God. Here I am. I'm back. I said I'd come again, and I am back and the promise is kept. This Christmas, treasure the beautiful name of Jesus, who is the Word. The Word of God. His promise put into skin and bones. People have got lots of expectations for Christmas. What worries me is that they also have very few expectations for Christmas. The lot of expectations is that mom and dad are going to find the Tamagotchi. I can tell you that. But there's also a certain emptiness now. A certain emptiness where, where you get up that Christmas morning and you think, eh, so what? Like this couple here, you know, Christmas is now a brief Instagram post See, another Christmas. How can we make Christmas more than that? Well, first believe that God is the one who makes great promises to you. He promises to heal. He promises to bless. He promises to forgive, strengthen, guide, lead, love, hope, help. All those promises are for you. So when you wake up that Christmas morning and you think, what do I got this morning? The answer is pretty simple promise. And I'm going to hold on to that promise. Because I know. It will come true. Because the word has been made flesh. And maybe we can be inspired. Just maybe. As we reach that manger. To echo the same words as in one of my favorite Christmas carols. In the bleak midwinter. Frosty wind made moan. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow. In the bleak midwinter long ago. I don't know, but I love the sad Christmas carols. Our God heaven can't hold him. Nor the earth sustain. heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable place sufficed. The Lord God incarnate, Jesus Christ. And then this is for us. What can I give him? Poor as I am. If I were a shepherd, I would, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. What can I give him? Give to him my heart. Take out a card in your imagination and write down, This Christmas, I will give my heart to him. I will give my heart to him. I will give my heart to the one who broke his heart for this world. And then if you have trouble doing that, which we all will, remember the promise you made and say these words, because I said I would, I will. Amen. For your Son Jesus Christ, the promise kept. And although we are more often promise breakers than promise keepers, we have His example and His heart in us. Help us to give you our heart. Help us to keep the promises that matter. Give us the strength we need to be people of our word.